Hey everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast where we go on a deep dive to help you discover how to move on from yo-yo diets and away from toxic diet culture. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Travis Murrells. I'm the owner and a head coach of The Fitness Genie. And to keep a long story incredibly short, I've battled extremely poor mental health, manic depression, crippling anxiety, homelessness, and the absolute rock bottom that comes with those depressive thoughts. Fast forward to today, however, I've coached over 1,000 people to reduce anxiety, heal their relationships with food, themselves, and their body. And it honestly still sounds a little crazy to say. Now we have an amazing, outstanding team coaching women all over the globe to achieve the body, but more importantly, the life that they want to be living. So if you're someone that is ready to move on from the classic 90s fad diets, Slimming World, Jenny Craig, unsustainable 1200 calorie meal plans, and you want some freedom in your life, then this is the podcast for you. All of our coaching is one-on-one and 100% customized to the individual. We find a middle ground to start from and build the program around the client as opposed to trying to get a client to fit our system. We decided to say, fuck it, throw out the previous designs of the fitness industry and create something that actually works. Designing it from scratch every time a new client wants to change their life and signs up. So I'm not going to keep you any longer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram so you can engage when we're looking for feedback, ideas, discussion topics, and all that fun stuff. But otherwise, enjoy this episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Everybody, welcome back to the thing that I do where I talk and you listen. Some would call it Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast. Other people would call it Insanity Encapsulated. Uh, But no matter how you define the podcast, welcome. We love having you and I hope you follow along and rate and subscribe and smash that bell notification, whatever it is that you could possibly do to support the podcast or the fitness genie or whatever it could be. Love you. Love it. So let's jump into it. Uh, I know I say this at the start of every single goddamn one, but I have no idea how long this one is going to go for, but it is a, I suppose, a quick and or a simple topic. Anyway, you already know what it's about because you've seen the title of this. But anywho, the big thing that I want to be talking about today is the relationship that you have with your food and more importantly, learning to respect it. One of the big things that I hear whenever I'm on a coaching call with someone, at least initially when they sign up, God, I'm trying to adjust this camera and it is not fucking working for me. How can I adjust this so that I don't look like a fucking tool? There we go. See? Nailed it. That's what we love. Uh, So yeah, today I want to be talking about your relationship with food and in particular respecting the food that we have. It was something that I said in a coaching call a few weeks back and it just sort of stuck with me because I was like, fuck, that's actually pretty good. Um, It'd be really awesome if I could actually just be like filming the calls, but obviously I don't do that because of client anonymity and then also privacy and that stuff as well. Because we tend to get into the nitty gritty of shit. And obviously I don't want a recording being there and influencing what's going to be happening. So uh, this client in particular, it was always the the weekends or it was something where it was something along the lines of a social outing, insert, overeating. Or when there would be something in the house, it would also lead to overeating as well. Or the classic, I just can't stop myself. One of the things that we ran through in that coaching call was really about learning to respect food. And sorry about that. Um, There was a hair on the microphone and there still is. I wonder if I can get it without being weird. I can. Look at me go. 
uh, one of the things was about respecting food because I just sort of came out and I was like, well, it's not the fact that you really, really, really love food, right? I could say that I love food, but food is actually a need. And in some cases, it is a want based on our mental and emotional capacity at that time because everybody uses feed for the dope. Wow. Everybody uses food for the dopamine hit to make themselves feel better for that 15 minutes where they're eating. Or if they elongate that time and they go into the binge cycle, they're using it to mask something. So what are we actually trying to mask? What are we using food for? And that was a conversation that we sort of went down that path of what are we using it for? Why is food the mask for something that we haven't dealt with as of yet? And it eventually came to a a pinhead, I suppose you could call it. I don't even know what the fuck it's called. But it came to a point where it was, okay, cool. So you said before that we just can't stop eating because we just absolutely love food. We've figured out in 10 minutes, we figured out in 10 minutes that you're not eating because you love food. You're eating because you love what food does to you or for you. It acts as that mask. It acts as the shield. It acts as the barrier for, I am feeling this particular thing and I don't like it and or I'm uncertain about something. So I'm just going to mask that as best I can with food. Because if I'm busy and using my hands and eating something, then my mind is occupied and my hands are occupied. And fun fact for you, whenever a client goes out, particularly a client that has anxiety, not this particular client, but whenever a client goes out, like social, eating, restaurant, whatever, and they have anxiety and they typically overeat at that restaurant, one of the biggest things that I do for them is can you take something that you can play with, with your hands, so that your hands stay occupied, so that you don't feel as awkward, so that you feel like you're actually keeping your hands busy, you're keeping your mind occupied. Obviously, you don't want to take a fucking Rubik's Cube to a restaurant, but is there something, maybe even just a, a 10 cent coin or a piece of fluff, or is there something that you could play with or create a game like on the table of just like tapping your fingers or something like that, something that's not going to be over the top, holy shit, something's wrong with this person because they're creating a jigsaw puzzle out of the table with their cutlery. That would be a bit insane. Uh, But what I'm trying to do is to get that person's brain occupied on something else so that their hands are busy on something else so that they don't think about food. Because if they get bored, if they get awkward, if they get anxious, the first thing that they're going to do is the only thing that you can really do at a restaurant and that is to eat and or drink. So we can actually bypass that feeling and say, cool, well, let's use a different mask for these feelings and let's use a, I fucking hate that I'm about to say this, but let's use a fidget spinner. Let's use a pen or let's use a 10 cent coin or let's use your phone or a wallet or something that you can just obviously play with that isn't going to be holy crap, alert, aware and throwing you completely off from that conversation. So that was a little side derailment for you and I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it's uh, changed your perspective on going out to eat something because that's what we do. But anywho, so for this client, we figured out that when that happens, um, I didn't give her the, the key of, hey, let's keep our hands occupied because we're anxious and that's why we're overeating. Uh, So what we did instead was let's put the perspective back into the bigger picture and that is let's learn to respect food. 
because if you've ever heard of that saying, too much of a good thing can be bad or can be harmful or whatever it is, too much of a good thing, yeah, because then it becomes bad in the sense that we're not enjoying our food, we're not experiencing our food. It's not something that is a treat anymore. It's just a shitty lifestyle. So we, act- we actually have to get away from the shit that's trending at the moment, which is just treat yourself, just absolutely do it. And having that mentality like, yeah, I'm all on board for it. But if treat yourself, if treating yourself is the thing that you are doing every second day and it's revolving around food and you're using it to justify it, quite honestly, a shit lifestyle, then that's not treating yourself. That's harming yourself because too much of a good thing can be harmful. So that's the path that we went down in this one was you can still have all of that food and all of this, everything that you want to be doing and having and experiencing, but let's learn to respect it. Let's learn to respect the power that it has. And what I meant by that was the power of food is that it can make you feel awesome. It can make you feel shitty. It can make you feel bloated, run down, tired. It can make you perceive the world completely differently based on the type of and quality of food that you're having. So if we learn to respect the power that it has, as opposed to, does it make me feel good for 15 minutes? Fuck yeah, it does. Because if I could eat pizza every single day and not have health consequences because of that, I 100% would. There is, <laughs> I 100% would be doing that every single day at every opportunity that I possibly could. But unfortunately, that's not how it rolls. So the respecting of food comes from the fact of, okay, if you want to have this food, you absolutely can, but I want you to sit with it for like five, 10 minutes. How is like, why do you want the food? How is it going to make you feel? Analyze everything or as much as you can. Those two questions are the main one. Why do you want it? And how is it going to make you feel? If you can analyze those two questions, they're the big ones and you still want the food, then yeah, have the food. Maybe we portion it out a little bit more. And this is obviously leaning into that, you know, if it fix your macros and flexible dieting and stuff like that, because that's one of the ones that just works for a lot of people in terms of the sustainability of it. The one thing that a lot of people get fucked up on is when they're not tracking calories, they don't track their portion sizes. So one of the things that I try and do as well is cool. If you're not tracking your calories, that's totally fine. The only thing I want you to do for the transition period between finishing the program and obviously you going off and doing yourself, I'm going to take away calories. I don't want you to track calories. I don't want you to think about them. The one thing I do want you to do though is track your portion sizes. You're going to weigh out your food. At least this is the transition period. So fucking bear with me. You're going to weigh out your portion sizes. You're going to look for, oh, do I really need 500 mils of this thing? Can I have 250? Do I really need hundred grams of this? Could I have 60? Knowing what amount of food is going to keep you satisfied and also fueled for the lifestyle that you're living. That's what I'm after. If you can figure out exactly what portions are going to help you do that and what type of food and quality of food is going to help you do that, we don't need to track calories. The main reason that we track calories in the beginning is to bring that shit to the front, to realize, oh my God, I don't have to eat 1200 calories. Trav's actually just given me 1760 and that's a starting point. And for me, that's a, that's somewhat aggressive, 
but 1,760 calories, that's where I just had someone that has just signed up for the transformation program, they've signed up and I've given them that amount of calories. And the good thing about it, on their first week check-in, which was like four days, um, because we check in on Thursday and she started tracking on the Sunday. So that was Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes, I said that right. Um, so we track, wow, we check in on Thursdays. And she said from the 1760 that it was really good to be able to figure out how much food she could have and eat until she was satisfied instead of over full. Because particularly if you are a kid that grew up in the 90s, I know I hark on this all the time. You have to finish what's on your plate. You must eat what's on your plate. You cannot let anything go to waste. And this is going, this is tying in perfectly with the relationship that you have with food and learning to respect it. If that food was going to go in the bin anyway, why in the absolute human fuck are you treating yourself as an organic trash can? The food was going to go in the bin. You were already full. You were already satisfied. You had already enjoyed the meal. And in your head, you went, okay, I can't eat anymore. I'm going to throw it out. And then the voice of your fucking mum or dad or whoever came in and was like, nah, you've got to finish what's on your plate because we don't want to waste it. It's like, well, it's already gone to waste because I'm full. But if I really have to fucking put it into a bin, well then shit, I might as well put it into me. That relationship right there or that perspective of, I want to throw this fruit out, but I don't want it to go to waste. Guess what? It's already going to waste. Whether you're going to... Wow. Whether you, <laughs> I'm on the ball with words today. Whether you were going to throw that food in the bin because you were already full, or whether you decide to consume it, it's going to become waste at the end of the day. Waste in the sense of if it goes in the bin, no one's going to eat it. Yeah, that is a little bit of a waste. Let's adjust our portion sizes and prepare what we need that we know that is actually going to keep us satisfied for the next time that we are planning this meal. Or two, it's going to go to waste in the fact that it's going to turn into shit in your body. It's going to turn into shit or more than likely, if it puts us in that calorie surplus, it's going to turn into shit and into fat. Things that we are trying to get rid of anyway. Things that you are paying me a lot of money well, mainly just fat, you know, I'm not here to give you all the laxatives in the world. That's between you and Jesus, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> but it's a lot less harmful if you just throw the food out rather than just consuming it and treating yourself as a fucking organic trash compactor, because that's really what we're doing and what our parents in the 90s or 80s have sort of said to us in terms of you need to eat what's on your plate. You must finish your plate. And we have somehow internalized that into, and particularly if you had one of these lucky parents of, oh, you're all finished your food. Don't worry about that. So-and-so will eat that. She's an absolute animal. She's our human trash can. And you would have quite literally been told that you are the human trash can. And because maybe I'm just spitballing here, maybe that was the biggest identifying factor that you remember about yourself growing up and that was where everyone was like wow they're eating so much and you got praised for that so now you feel like you have to uh go out and repeat that in adulthood and now you're confused as to why food has such an emotional trigger for you in terms of making you feel good just throwing that out there and i know that there's a few people listening that are just like fuck you trav <laughs> Just internalizing all of this shit for me. Cheers. That's what we want on a fucking whatever afternoon that this is. Probably in your car or treadmill. Who knows? 
Hey everybody, quickly jumping in to remind you that the 26th of September is just around the corner. And I know you're thinking, Travis, why in the hell does that date matter? Well, I'm gonna tell you. Because if you're considering signing up for any of the three-month options of Mindset Coaching or just any program that has a three-month option, really, that is the last date that you can sign up with us to finish before Christmas. I know, the year is just absolutely flying by. The Fitness Genie as a whole is going to be shutting down from the 23rd of December through to the 9th of January so that everyone can have a well-deserved break and not have to mentally worry about doing anything during that time. We can just reset, refresh, and come back as the coaches and the team that you know and love. So if you do happen to sign up for a coaching program that goes through those dates, however, all we do is put the program on pause and add those three weeks onto the end of your coaching program. So we're always going to make sure that you get what you pay for. If you're even somewhat interested, reach out via the website now so you can jump on a call with one of the coaches, gather all the information that you need to make a decision. We're not going to hard sell you or anything like that. We really just want to find out what you're after and match you to a program that we know you're going to get the most life-changing value from. I've had clients in the past where they have inquired about the transformation program and I've actually talked them out of it into a lower end program where I knew they were going to save money but still see similar results based on what they had said during that phone call. So that is always going to be detrimental to being able to get onto a coaching program is speaking to one of the coaches, make sure that you connect with them, that you vibe with them before you start making that investment with us. Lindsay has been absolutely crushing it and the feedback we're receiving from her clients (laughs) as the owner. I couldn't have asked for anything more from a coach. Her books are filling up quickly and I know for a fact that she won't be onboarding clients between the 26th of September and the 9th of January. So make sure you get in quick before all of her spots are gone. Laura, the newest addition to Team Fitness Genie, but has already separated herself from the pack. Shit, even even I'm learning things from her. The results that Laura is going to produce for her clients is going to be some next level shit. She also has an introduction offer running at the time of this recording for the first 10 clients to sign up with her receive 15% off. So make sure you reach out and get in before the prices go back up so that you can change your life and to be completely honest, save some money for Christmas presents. (laughs) So if you are interested, let us know. Check out our website, www.thefitnessgenie.com.au or the link in our Instagram bio to apply for coaching or for more information. But for now, back to the episode. That all ties in beautifully with respecting your food because of the amount of power that it ultimately holds over you. So if we can learn to respect food and enjoy it and have it as one of those things of, I know that the power that this holds, too much of a good thing can actually be harmful, so I'm going to treat it with respect. When you come at that from that point of view, then it becomes, okay, what is the type of food? Like, how do I want to be feeling when I'm eating? How do I want to feel when I'm finished eating? And one of the biggest things from this, another tangent, is if we can treat food with respect, that's going to open up a lot of dialogue with ourselves to be able to say, okay, what do I actually want from this? What am I trying to mask? Those things that typically come up, what am I trying to mask? And if you can address that and say, you know what, Uh, if it comes to like alcohol on a Friday or Saturday night or some shit like that, if it comes to that every Friday and every Saturday and every Sunday, but when you're in a routine at work, that's not something that really pops up. Well, then it's, okay, we're extremely routined Monday through Friday. Fantastic. Obviously, you've got the the Friday like, oh my God, it's a weekend. Ha ha ha. Fantastic. But if it's coming up almost every single day, then it's cool. There's something here. 
that we need to address and we need to work on. And a lot of people have this cycle and they go, man, this cycle is bad. I feel bad. So I'm going to keep doing the thing that I know that brings me comfort because I feel bad because the thing that brings me comfort makes me feel bad. And that's a whole fucking circle that just keeps repeating. But if you can break that cycle and just go, what am I actually scared of? What am I trying to achieve here? What am I trying to mask? And more than likely, the masking is going to come back to the fact of loneliness or boredom or fear. And those can open up a whole bunch of other problems that could be under the surface. For me, it used to be I'm worthless, no one will ever love me, I'm unattractive for this, and then completely other end of the spectrum, when I was under-eating like all shit and trying to get as lean as a fucking foreskin, was I'm not going to eat because I don't deserve to eat because no one will ever love me, so I need to look a particular way. And that was a whole fucking thing that from both ends of the spectrum was beyond fucking crazy. And when I actually learned to be like, okay, that's what I'm trying to mask, so what can I do about that? And then going off and actually taking action to fix that because I knew that that was the cause of the entire cycle. If I could fix this one thing, then that entire fucking cycle with the 14 million different steps and nuances that it has, it would completely fuck off. And if I was able to do that, shit, I had won the game. So I just started doing that and asking the correct questions of what am I trying to get out of this? Why am I doing this? What am I scared of? Am I masking something? having that self-reflection and that perspective of being able to talk to yourself and for me, being able to trigger myself to be like, oh shit, I didn't know that was there. Let's work on that. That self-awareness is going to be the biggest thing that you will do in your life that will have the most compounding positive results of anything that you will do in your life. The more self-aware that you can become, and the better that you can troubleshoot your issues within your own body, mind, soul, if we're going to go there as well, the more that you can troubleshoot yourself through those by just having self-awareness and perspective, holy shit, the game changes completely, as I have found out, and it is in a drastic way. Uh, don't know where that tangent came from, but anyway, so <laughs> I just hope it helps. The, so I hope all that helps. And then the respecting of food. I'm going to play with one of my welcome cards. Here we go. Look at this. Welcome to the family. Your transformation starts now. I know you guys can't see this, but it is a black little card that I give for everybody when they sign up in their welcome packs. Um, and yeah, I fucking, I love this little thing. So anyway, um, yes, the respect of food. It comes down to being able to enjoy the moment. And if anyone out there has ever been drunk they had a massive night that they were like this is going to be the best night in the world but you got way too drunk and you can't remember the night at all but you remember bits and pieces of it that's sort of the that's sort of what i'm looking to avoid when it comes to food we want to go out have the best night in the world but we also want to remember it and we want to respect that this is if i'm using the alcohol analogy that this is someone's birthday, it's someone's like New Year's party, it's whatever it is. It's this event. I want to remember this. I want to experience this. I want to... You can still eat, you can still drink, you can still do all that stuff. But I want to do it in the headspace of I want to just be. And that classic example that seems to be 
I'm seeing it fucking everywhere. And if you're one of those people, then it's like, oh, it's a sign from the universe is make sure that you are a human being, not a human doing. And that has been fucking everywhere in my vocabulary. It's everywhere that I look. It's in podcasts that I'm listening to. It's, it's kind of fucked with how much it has been popping up lately. Maybe they, maybe we all listen to the same podcast. So we all just go off each other. Who knows? Um, but a human being means if you can focus on the journey and you can focus on the, I suppose the intrinsic goals as opposed to the external goals. Like if you're going on a hike, you can actually make sure that, hmm, how do I say this? If you're going on a hike and you're focused on the external, you say, I want to finish, I want to get to the top of the mountain so that I can see this view. And then you get to the top of the mountain and you're like, cool. And then you look for the next mountain and you're like, wow, that's addicting. And you just keep doing that because you're so focused on the external. I want to climb this mountain. So you climb the mountain. Fantastic. I did it. Where's the next mountain? But if you're focused on the intrinsic, that same mountain climb could be, I just want to go and enjoy the scenery. All of a sudden you're doing the exact same hike, the exact same path, the exact same path, sorry, but you're taking more of it in. It may take you a little bit longer, but you're enjoying it a hell of a lot more. Even if you don't get to the top, you're more than likely going to have a better and or more enjoyable experience than the person that is just saying, I want to get to the top of the mountain because you're experiencing it because you're a human being, not a human doing. So, and that's been a massive one for me as of late as well, which is as we start to expand the fitness genie and the business starts to go fucking absolutely bananas. Um, that's why we've brought on Laura as well, who's going to be an absolute fucking world-class coach. Um, we've brought her on because the amount of influx in, that we had of clients just coming in, I was like, fuck, I can't handle this. Lindsay can't handle this. We're going to need someone else to come in and help us out here. Um, so yeah, that's a little call to action. If you want to work with uh, Laura, she at the time of this recording, she still has her introduction offer going for 15% off and shit, I'm learning heaps of stuff from her. Um, so that should tell you how much of a quality coach that she is, not just in the movements and everything that she's doing. I spoke to her about the nutrition because I honestly didn't know that she, like what background she had with nutrition. Um, turns out it's very fucking extensive. And I was like, holy shit, we hired the right person. <laughs> so yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. I always joke around that she's more qualified than me to be in than my job um so yeah i wouldn't take that fucking lightly i would be messaging i would be inquiring through the website because if you can sign up with laura and save 15 percent, then it's an absolute fucking no-brainer because i definitely would uh but anywho so focusing on the intrinsic as opposed to the external is one of those things that's going to help you change your life and your perspective and everything like that and if you can create that respect and that quality relationship with your food of not abusing your food because there's no way in absolute fucking hell that you're going to abuse something that you love because you love it too much. So if you really did love your food, you wouldn't be abusing it the way that we're currently abusing it. That's just a spade is a spade. So now we're going to learn to respect it. We're also going to learn how to partner with it. We're going to learn how to use it in a way that is actually going to help us and achieve what we want to achieve so that we can feel awesome about it as opposed to doing something that we're trying to mask because we feel like shit and it starts that cycle. So we need to figure out how do we break that cycle and it typically starts from self-reflection, 
asking the right questions and trying to figure out, okay, what am I trying to mask here? So I hope that helps in some sort of a way. Uh, but otherwise, if you have questions on any of this, please, for the love of Jesus, uh, reach out to us on Instagram. Let us know if this podcast was extremely useful. We would love to hear back from you. Uh, rate us on Spotify or wherever it is that you are listening to. I'll be honest, I really only look at Spotify because all the other ones I don't use. Uh, so I hope you're having the best day and the best week in the absolute world. Feel free to review us or give us some feedback or help. Even if there is a question that you want answered, go for it. Send it in. Let us know because that would be absolutely amazing because this podcast is a community one and we're just trying to give out as much value as possible. So if you want something answered on the podcast, jump into our Instagram DMs and let us know. But otherwise, have the best week in the world.